We are back. The 89 Cavs are here. Here with the fourth ball brother, Steve. And our COVID exception, Jay Catch. What's going on, guys? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Hey, man, just chilling. You know, enjoying some basketball. Enjoying some football and some basketball. (laughs) I recently recently just brought running sneakers, but I'm using them as basketball sneakers. And I'm not going to lie, I'm doing pretty well in them. Uh, you know that's that's so funny because when you do play ball and running sneakers, it feels like you get a little more lift. You're like moving a little yeah. bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's I terrible, for the, terrible for the ankles, but it feels. Yo, I mean, Kobe, Kobe had the uh, low tops. He brought the low top basketball. He did, he did, he did, he did, he did. That's I got cool. a pair of Kobe's. All right, as as we're recording this right now, I think like half of the NBA is playing. The other half uh, is not playing. I that's not true. But the Celtics Celtics Heat were supposed to be on right now, and surprisingly, the reason the game got called was because the Heat don't have enough guys. Somebody tested positive in the Heat's organization, and then a bunch of contact tracing too, so they didn't have enough to play. But uh, but COVID's definitely become a storyline. I think everybody, we all closed our eyes for the first couple of weeks and we're like, this is great. <laughs> and now we're being reminded that they're playing indoors very close to each other. Yeah, yeah. I think the NBA should do like a break. Like, you know what I mean? Like a month break, let everyone get healthy, come back. But also it's like, because I have like family in Florida mm-hmm. and they're like, from what they told me, they like stay inside, get their groceries like delivered to them. But they're like, most people in Florida act like that shit is not real. Yeah. So I kind of get why the Heat's like half of their roster. <laughs> like my half actually. You know I mean? know that's the energy over there. You know what I mean? And I forget, I don't know if it was Brooklyn that was the first team or the Sixers that were the first team that got like a positive test, but it was kind of delayed in the way that it was announced. Yeah. And all of those teams that were playing each other, right? It was like Brooklyn played Washington, who then played Philly, who then played Boston. And and then Miami was in there too. Like all of those teams, it's just being like passed around. And last night there was a report, uh, the, who was it? The Mavericks and the Magic played. And Maxi Kleber, the forward for the Mavs, played like, th- it was like, played 30 minutes also today, announced he tested positive for COVID. So like this shit's just going to keep happening. And yeah. you think about like, why can't we just press pause? It's like we're playing less games. It's not like the arenas need to be used for concerts or anything. Like, just take a yeah. two-week break. Yeah, it's insane. Great. They're running into the problem baseball ran into last year, is which is that, like, they still have to travel because they play too so many games. Football True. works in some way, one, because there's 52 people on a team, and they only play once. The Browns mm-hmm. are playing today after not – practicing they couldn't meet right they only play once a week so it's cool but basketball even with the condensed schedule they're still doing uh, like what two games two three games in three days so and they're still traveling around the country and also you you mentioned the team um that was starting to spread uh according to chase hughes of nbc it was three straight games uh of the wizards opponent the next day somebody from the other team uh, was in the COVID protocol. This is part two of storming the Capitol right there. They were attacking Washington <laughs> through the Wizards. Yeah. Hey, look, I mean, uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been out. <laughs> As uh, Steve said. Hey, uh, my cousin, uh, I, I just blew his shit up. I'm so sorry, Fred. Are we going to edit that out? Fred, Fred, Fred listens to this. No, you can keep it. He won't care. But Fred was like, yo, I know this isn't politically correct, 
But if I was Bradley Beal, I would ask for a trade right now because what happened at the Capitol? And I was like, bro, chill. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Everybody, everybody in Washington's like, get me out. Get me out. Like, I could not play. This is pure racism. Please trade me out. I was like, yo, Fred, chill. <laughs> hey, listen, Fred, as previously discussed, Beal's not leaving Washington. He's not. He's not. Hey, I, I just, I know I'm, we can stay on COVID, but as we have to mention that Bradley Beal dropped 60 this week and they still lost. Or did that happen last yeah. week? I can't remember. No, that was this week. It was this, he dropped 60 and then 50, right? Some shit like that, right? Or 40. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So he was wilding. He respectfully he was wilding, but his team was just ass. I think he said some crazy shit about his team. He was like, motherfuckers can't guard a parked car. If I'm on the wizards and you telling me that shit, Bradley Beal, we need to scrap. Cause now you could just tell me to the side, like you'll play some defense. You don't gotta tell a motherfucker with a fucking mic in your face, I can't guard a parked car. Fuck you. Come yeah, on, but who, who's who's stepping up to Beal? Is it uh Ish Smith yeah. or hey, John John Reynolds from Search Party Season Four better smack <laughs> the shit out of him. That ass serious, bro. That's disrespectful. That's how no matter how bad your team is, that's disrespectful, man. And I I picture Russ just being like straight up right behind him, being like, Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and yeah. Brad's like, Russ, we're talking about you, dude. Talking about you, Russ. <laughs> Uh, the other thing too, um, I don't know if, if you saw this today, but Joel Embiid was tweeting out because the Sixers yesterday were forced to play, and I think technically they had eight active guys, but they've been ravaged by both injuries and COVID. Uh, and so Doc in the interview said something like, "Dwight Howard is going to be our starting point guard today because we don't have any bodies." Uh, but because this once this, they announced that the Celtics Heat game got canceled tonight, Joel Embiid tweeted out. Uh, the NBA hates the process or they hate the process. <laughs> Meaning like, why are we canceling that game and we're not canceling like our game? Like you're picking and choosing what games you're canceling. So I think that's going to be like an interesting thing. And yeah. I'm technically that like the rules are, if you have eight guys, you can play and the heat weren't going to have eight guys tonight. So that's yeah. why they can't. I mean, it. the Sixers, the Sixers have Mike Scott go through warmups, but he's injured. He physically can't play. Mm. Oh, they, nah, they, they, they dressed him. And he went through warm-ups because you have to go through warm-ups if you're active. And then they just didn't put him in the game because he's right. injured. That's getting so ugly. If Mike's, if you got Mike Scott being like, fuck, fuck your pain, just throw the rock, it's getting ugly yeah. out here in the NBA. They got to just stop. It's all right. Yeah. I love basketball, but I could also just put 2002 Sacramento Kings versus Lakers and I could be content. Like, I don't need a new game, like, for the sake of their health. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say the, the the big thing though is they lose so much money if they don't play these games because of the TV deal. Like last year it was it's estimated they lost a billion or two, like over a billion dollars because of missed games and the the season being adjusted and going against every other sports league. And now they they basketball is very 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 intent on trying to get back to its schedule where it's like it is the leader. It is what you watch in the summer against like local baseball and it dominates. So they're trying very hard not to say they add like six weeks to the season though. Does that affect, will that affect like TV contracts? And so I'm just saying like, instead maybe take two weeks off and then instead of playing three games a week, you're playing two games a week. Like you still play the 72 games you're supposed to play in the regular season. I'm just saying like stretch it out a little bit. Cause that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's confusing. Cause like, what their plan is, is they only plan half the season schedule-wise. They only schedule half the season 
And then like the second half of the season is supposed second half of the schedule is supposed to come out at some I actually don't know, but I assume <laughs> yeah. before the second half of the season. And they did that so they could try to figure out the COVID situation. But if people were continuously getting COVID and games are getting canceled, what does that mean? They're just gonna backload a bunch of games and then we're gonna have the problem of games are getting canceled, people yeah. are getting injured. Now you have all these games stacked. It, COVID doesn't necessarily go away. And now you have this further schedule, whereas there's a bunch of combat games because they're trying so hard. It just seems like a mess. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and it's probably, I, I'm sure it's easy to be on this side of it being like, yeah, just cancel it for two weeks. Just cancel that shit. And then everything's fine in two weeks. And you're right. Like COVID doesn't go away. No. But what they're doing now isn't working. Like the NFL... Mm. The NFL both like only plays once a week, like you were saying, but also they like just don't give a fuck either. Where I feel like everyone gives a little bit more fucks with the NBA. Uh, like we care about the players a little bit more. So it just seems it just seems bad for business for everyone. And I'm waiting for like a player to say something too. Like, because it does seem like the players for the most part haven't spoken out one way or the other. That's uh, true. And I'm surprised no one's been like. Like to, when Tatum tested positive, I was I almost expecting Jalen Brown, since he's the smartest man in America, to just be like, "Hey, maybe this is bad. Maybe this is bad that the whole team's got it." Yeah, and also, I mean, and JT got it. Yeah, gets gets it after playing the Wizards, right after. And it was <laughs> what's wild too. The Celtics held out like their whole front court before the Wizards game. They played Daniel Tice and my man Taco Fall, who looked nice that game. Uh, <laughs> they, they kept all those dudes out and then immediately after their game they're like hey bt dubs jason tatum's tested positive for COVID." and then there was like six other dudes that couldn't not that they tested positive but just couldn't play the next game it's it's just uh it's a mess and i don't think people like people don't understand the process i was reading something on twitter i cannot find it again but the nba's um i guess like requirements or how they consider what close contact is like why wouldn't playing against maxi cleva be close contact if he was in the game and what i saw was like they determined that you have to be within 15 for 15 minutes you have to be within six feet of each other in close contact and they're saying that in an nba game since they move around so much that they're technically not within six feet of each other for 15 so like only the only the dude that sits next to Kleber on the bench, that's the only guy that and even then is that 15 the benches minutes? are and the benches are separated. I guess that's enough that's a but that's that's what their you know like uh, guidelines are, but it's one, how do we know if a, this is true? Maybe there's no in-game transmission. There's like some studies in football, like the case rate of in-game transition is low. Maybe it's the same in basketball. How, but how do we know that? We don't I don't know where they are. Yeah. Throughout the day. I think the one argument against it being low is that we just saw all these positive tests from, right. <laughs> from guys playing other guys. <laughs> like yeah. I would bet so much money like Nikola Vucevic test positive next week right. after or this Absolutely. week after right after like bouncing for boards with Kleber for the last two games. Cause they that's of the other course. thing, like they're playing each other twice usually, right? So they're playing yeah. each other like on Tuesday and Wednesday or whatever. So I don't know. I I'm glad I'm not a decision maker <laughs> and all this shit because I, I don't know what I would do. But armchair were, quarterback, I'm like, pause the season, press pause. You are right. Dude, just think about basketball. Like, 
Don't nobody, imagine like you don't when you play pickup, you don't want to play with somebody with their shirt off. These are <laughs> pros. They're they wet, they just dripping with sweat. You say like you boxing out, so you can catch an elbow in the mouth. You just got they sweat in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah you right. exchanging fluids. I mean, it's a nasty way to look at it, but like truly, y'all yeah, just up right. in each other's face. Okay. When they go into the rack, like if I bump into you, son, your my whole shoulder just smacked me with sweat, bro. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're trying to do a crossover, I'm trying to cook your shit, your whole forehead. That's sweat right there. It's like, nah. Let's be, let's be happy Garnett's not in the league. Garnett is sweat, bro. Garnett right. used to look like the Gatorade commercials. Dead ass serious. Between the Dead sweat ass. and the amount of spit that's going to come out of his mouth while he's talking he's shit, I, a super spreader event would just be playing playing against Garnett. Just head headbutting the, uh, he headbutts the Sanchez <laughs> yeah. on his sweats every team. I so I I bet by the next time we record, there's going to be some whether it's a pause or some like rule change or something. There's going to be, I'm sure we're going to see some some adjustments for sure. Yeah, it's it's making it's making the season obviously it's making the world uh different, but it's truly making the season strange in the sense that like straight up, uh, what. Who's who's like the t- teams are just gonna have like multiple games where they just their best players are gone and they're getting destroyed. Philly was like one of the best records. Then the only player who could play basketball was Ty Maxey. Thirty nine, right. baby. Yeah, also, shout out to the rookie being like, "Ain't nobody else playing. This is my game." Yeah, you <laughs> said, fuck, you said, fuck it, boy. Let me just wild out right quick. I got a couple of Philly friends who texted and they were like, "It just just bought a Maxey jersey." <laughs> Max said, "Dude, out right now." <laughs> it's crazy. It really just take one game for a motherfucker to be like, I'm about to spend 150 on this player. Yeah, for I, me, I, if I'm if I'm doing 150, I need a season at least be all right. You feel me? <laughs> but 150 after a game is insane. You feel me? I tell My you, I got a hero jersey after that one instant conference game. I'm like, yo, fam, what if the nigga asked for the rest of his life? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure after watching like Matisse Teibel, Josh Richardson, uh, Shake Milton, they just saw someone come out there and be confident. They were like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah, give me the look, give me a jersey." Somebody probably has a Fernand Corkmaz jersey. All right, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> right, man. oh man, all right. I think that's enough COVID because that's a bummer. I do have one more COVID thing too. Like, yeah, just while we're talking about uh, time, it's straight up. Players who are gonna get who's like oh word nobody playing yeah dog I've been playing in like the South Dakota whatever the hell's I don't know truck drivers in the G League I'm I'm shooting every time I'm <laughs> you put me in this game and I got thirty minutes because nobody else you can't sub me out bro I'm going I'm going for fifty I'm not going for hey, <laughs> hey, hey, or not. hey South Dakota truck drivers. If we ever hate, <laughs> if we ever hate eighty nine cats, that's what we are. Dakota <laughs> truck drivers is not. That's just I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, Justin, because I feel like we need to give out an early season award to the thirstiest non NBA player of the year so far. And shout out to Isaiah Thomas, who's in the front running. Who, after it was announced that Doc was like, "Looks like Dwight Howard's going to be running point." My man Isaiah on Twitter quote tweet and be like. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready, Doc. Put me in, Coach. I got a question. I got a question for both of y'all because yeah, I know about like what happens in basketball, who's good, who's bad, but y'all know the little ins and outs and all the specifics. 
How much bread was Isaiah Thomas Jr.'s contract before he got waived? I'm curious. Before, uh, from from like like the Celtics trade or like when he was from on the, the Nuggets from the, from the Celtics trade to yeah, like from the Celtics trade and the Nuggets and by, uh, Wizards, whatever shit he was bouncing so, around. I don't know the exact number, but I know he wasn't making a ton with the Celtics and was about to get paid. Like yeah. he was about to get his big deal. And then because of the trade and the injury uh, with Cleveland, Cleveland was the last year of his deal. He's basically getting like league minimums after that, which sucks. Cause he, he that's why Danny Ainge, that trade is so brutal because he clearly was hurt and playing in the playoffs after his sister passed away. And Dan, and he was about to get like a big paycheck. Right. Like he He's was in the over MVP 100 million. He's oh, over easy. 100. Easy. And and then Danny was like, hey, here's the thing. Kyrie Irving, come on in. And then Isaiah and his one leg went to Cleveland. It was, that was it. It's super fucked up because like he truly was living the like the dream sports movie story, the 60th yeah. pick. He's yeah. boxes around in the league all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. He has this uh, tragedy happen, all this, and then just damn injury right before that payday because he's he's gonna get paid and just be another dude like nick batum who's making like 35 million you're just like what and Uh, as a as a celtics fan too i can say outside of paul pierce he was like the most well-liked celltic of my uh, not my life but in the last like 20 years definitely the people loved him so that i do feel bad for him but that doesn't ex- that doesn't take away from the fact of how quote tweeting uh, doc rivers being like yo boy i'm ready <laughs> i get now i get why he's thirsty because i get yeah. i made enough bread like you know what i mean i would have been yeah. like i don't give a fuck no more but i get why he's thirsty that's sad he has a sense i might make a song for isaiah thomas jr for my basketball mixtape oh but hell I yeah man hey, hell i yeah. didn't know a story go i didn't know a story go like that so yeah he gets screwed by Danny Ainge. He gets screwed. Yeah, I think his biggest contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think his, his biggest contract, from what I can see, is like four years, twenty-seven mil. That's that's ass. <laughs> and that was the last one, right? That's when he was got signed by Phoenix and then went to Boston. Um, this doesn't say where he got it from. Just says he got the, it. Yeah, and this is just as I think the Kings gave it to him, and then he moved around. Oh, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was a fish on the king. Man. Yeah, I mean, truly, though, look, good strategy. You know, Isaiah Thomas just straight up go, like, go to, uh, look, man, just work one day as a nurse, uh, get that, then get that exception for the vaccine, <laughs> get both of them vaccine shots, and just post them motherfuckers on Twitter, like, hey, just, just so you know, if you need a player for the COVID, like, COVID free player, I'm here. Let's can't go. get it, can't yeah, spread it. I'm ready. He needed holla at Orlando. Them niggas need a point. That's what he needed to do. He needed to be like, ring, ring, Orlando Magic. Your boy just fucked up his whole knee. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, that's what he really. That's who he really need to add. He need to stop adding teams that's doing well. Except you, know, if you just want to to be back in the league, you want the yeah. check. You want to switch your whole shit up. Go play for yeah. Magic, bro. They just they need you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it does remind me. I want to talk about the magic too, but it does remind me when like certain comedians will like reply to someone who's making a movie, and it's like, yeah. "Hey, would love to be in that movie." <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> hey, hey! Some people get jobs off of bullshit like that, man. It's I know, but, but it can't. It can't feel up. good. Can't feel it, good. It can't feel good, but you know what? 
getting back in the league probably will. And and we can't we can't just I'm like I'm rooting for Isaiah like you said, but we can't just say it's Isaiah because number two is Jamal Crawford's ass, <laughs> who who doesn't who actually does the fun thing of just I'm not playing until the end of the season, then put me on your team, like he didn't yeah. play last year into the bubble. That's so smart. Jamal Crawford needed to just put that shit up, boy. At one point, he's just wilding. He said when he was on Phoenix and he had the whatever season when. He did what he had to do. He had 50 points in the rest of the season. Nick was averaging nine. Just put your shit up, bro. It's like you ran, you won six man three years. You got a nice handle. You got the nice J. We respect the game. Stop doing this bullshit where you signed a 10 day contract and they was going to play you, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, just, just go show up at parks and then like blow yeah. everyone's mind. That's what I would it, do. That's, it, it hurts. It hurts me to see this because I love Jamal Crawford. He yeah. just stop doing this bullshit for real. You know, he does very the funny thing is Jamal Crawford was in the same draft as Kenyon Martin, whose son is now in the NBA. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. Just yeah. tattoo Kenyon Martin. I'll never yeah. forget it. Crawford was drafted in 2000. He's still trying to get back. Wow. That's crazy. Kenyon Martin was crazy. Kenyon Martin was crazy. And Joe Budden Tyson Chandler. That's what I call him. <laughs> crazy. I man made the NBA baffles me. No, uh, I had to scroll down. This this was the dark ages of the NBA draft. Uh, so Kenyon Martin and Jamal McGlure were the only all stars from this one. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, right. that's rough. That's a rough. There's some bombs in this draft. <laughs> nah, some drafts you really be like, damn, my G. Like, what happened that year in college? You do that's I rough. Cam, I was watching a documentary. About um, what's the homeboy from from Duke that looked like a like a like a soap opera actor? Christian Leitner. I was watching Christian Leitner joint. I'm like, yo, motherfuckers used to be in college for four years. Yeah. Like, yo, that was yo, that's wild, boy. <laughs> yo, my man Christian Leitner was there for four years. They yeah. the draft, and you like, who the fuck? If if a college player comes out after his fourth year, you know he's going to be working very hard for each and every contract. There's going to be no superstars in that world. It's going to be like 10-day contract after 10-day contract. Michigan State, Mateen Cleave style. You know what I mean? (laughs) I can't think of the last person that played four years. That's a beast. Probably probably Reddick. I don't even know. Reddick, I think, only did three. I don't even four. think Reddick was he four? Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll edit my stupidity out then. Nah, <laughs> I think. Uh, wait. Oh no, I was about to say Obi Toppin, but he didn't. He was just old. No, yeah, he's just Obi thirty-two. Toppin yeah, Obi Toppin <laughs> shit don't make no sense. Wait, I want to talk about the Magic though for a second, mainly because it's Justin's favorite team. But that that Markel Fultz injury sucks, man. He and, like and he was. He was looking so nice. He was balling. Like, for real, respectfully, he was balling. In, in the same realm of, like, Isaiah Thomas, just someone you're, like, rooting for because it mm-hmm. seemed they get their shit end of the stick. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. his jumps, jump shot is still the ugliest thing I've ever seen. But he, he's just – he's bigger than I realized. Like, he's – you know, when you – when he like comes into the lane, like, he's got some body on him, and I he was playing defense. It just sucks. Yeah. I got a question for you, Mike. You think, you think his jump shot is 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 more ugly than Lamelo? because uh, we we got a problem if you think that Lamelo shit looks ridiculous. No, no, and it's it, money. It's money. It's it's like for real money. No, it's different. So like Lamelo's is ugly, but Fultz's looks like 
you're watching something on a laptop and then as it's going up it like buffers yeah and then it like speeds up to catch up like it's it's almost in like slow motion and then like rolls down the hill yeah you're right you're right <laughs> Melo looks stupid <laughs> it does it's so bad that shit look like it looked like he always about to miss like he looked like he stumbled into the bucket yeah, you know what yeah. but what a transition man Lamelo, i I feel like I'm just eating L's so far this year. Like all of my takes have been so bad. Lamelo is very good. And it was like, yo, you're not gonna be better than your brother. And he was like, don't hit me with no bullshit like that. I got you. Youngest, almost got the trippy. Almost got the trippy on his brother. Then got the trippy the next game. And the yeah. youngest ever, I believe. <laughs> youngest yeah. ever. Like yeah. that's honestly that's off a little the right bench. Off the bench. Off the bench. Yeah. Off the bench. Stupid. I, that's love right there. Not dropping that youngest ever triple double on your brother. You he gave for the next game. He gave him almost. He gave. He gave the almost. But I, I've seen this replay like four million times of him doing a step back three over Lonzo, and it's just brutal. it's brutal. brutal. And and they lost the game. And the Pelicans lost. And he ain't, ain't Lamelo have five or some shit. I yeah. mean, uh, Lonzo yeah. had like five or some shit. It yeah, wasn't good. Lonzo wasn't. Yeah. I feel bad for Lonzo because, like, I feel like he's in such a good position and he just fucking can't execute it, bro. You got, you got Brandon Zion. You feel what I'm saying? I, Who else got on that bitch? Oh, the bench is fine. JJ, JJ, come on, like how Josh you Hart, Adams, Josh Hart, Who got yeah, Who got Steve Adams, boy. How you? What's up, man? What's going and, on? And maybe, maybe Justin can give us give us some light in on this because. I, I can't figure out why they're playing slow as hell. You have Lonzo, who is like a fast break point guard. He's right. He can. He's incredible on the dry, on the run. You have Ingram, who's good in transition, and you have Zion, who's like built for running. And they're playing like this one of the top or uh, bottom five slowest paced teams in the league. Like, what the fuck is Stan Van Gundy doing? Uh, it's like Stan Van Gundy's doing whatever it is that Stan Van Gundy does. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he always played slow though. Like That's I felt a, like every team he coached was like the Magic was slow too. Yeah, I just thought like I don't know. I you see you have these dudes and then you you change <laughs> right. You're like I I don't have the guys to play slow. I have the guys to play fast. Let's go. Yeah. Coaches just got they got the same playbook and they just run that shit to death. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna get some. Man, I'm trying to remember the Stan Van era in Detroit because that was when I stopped watching Detroit most often because they they were bad and frustrating. But yeah, probably you, the same bullshit. Yeah, you're gonna get some weirdness like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I have no excuse for the man. They seem like they should be better, but I don't know. What do they do? And Zion is fine. Yeah, Zion's fine, but they're not. I just it feels like whenever Zion wants, he can get to the hoop. And yeah. he's gonna he's gonna put up numbers, but the way that they're playing, it just doesn't seem right for them. I want I want them to succeed so much, bro, because it's like a young team, and you got like real ballers on there, and they just I don't know what the fuck is going on in New Orleans. They just yeah, it. it's crazy. I maybe uh, I shouldn't even use this as an excuse, but maybe it's the fact that they're really in the Western Conference, and the Western Conference is that deep. But at the end of the day, you should at least do all right, though. Yeah, but then you lost to the Hornets. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, like you're gonna beat on. the Hornets. Come on, man. And 
And I want to pull this up right now because I want to see where, like, I mean, I get the Hornets are five and five. So I guess maybe the Hornets are just better than we thought they were going to be. Because Gordon Hayward, too, looks yeah. <laughs> the Celtics. So, come on. Like, hey, he's looking <laughs> fire, boy. He's, he, he, he heard me making fun of his contract, and he was like, all right, Steve, like, you're going you're gonna to stop talking because he's playing fire. <laughs> Respectfully, throw all my words out the window, Gordon. You do your thing. Looking yeah. like a Republican out there with the money shot. I see you, dog. <laughs> and crazy. this is while they don't have any big guys. They've got like Zeller was their starting big. He's hurt, and now they're playing Bismack Biombo. And then they have um, what's his name? What's the dude who was like uh, Devonte Graham, who's yeah, been yeah. ass this year? He's been like so so <laughs> bad. Respectfully, yeah. And like, yeah, and so like the Hornets might be good. Like if Graham, I don't know. Maybe they're gonna be good. It's weird. And Lamelo's coming so much faster. I really am surprised by this. I like he's gonna start over Graham soon. I would think. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think Graham got the shredded in the stick of being the the scorer on a team with uh, many options. It was like him and Terry, and now he's clearly like falling down the yeah. <laughs> the ladder of yeah. players. Because like PJ Washington is uh, he wasn't like super scorer, but he's. He's kind of fit into his role that he was in last year and is looking good again. That's a fact. That's a fact. Here we go. This brings back a segment from last week, but Devontae Graham for Blake Griffin. Make the trade happen. Yeah, no one no one wants to see that on the uh the Hornets. You need to get, uh, Detroit needs to get rid of some bigs. The Hornets need a big. They need to get rid of a guard. A big? Yo, have you you haven't watched Blake this season, have you? <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. a big point guard. Yeah, Blake be at the three point line shooting and get. I think he's averaging like five rebounds, bro. Oh, <laughs> I feel no more. I just feel so bad for his knees. Like you, Blake's knees are like screaming every time. Every time he takes a step up the court, I'm like, ah, no, no, Blake. Yeah. I think Blake could still be a contributor. All right, Blake is in Detroit, and I I grew up watching Detroit. So right now, Blake is in his Antonio McDice phase. I remember Antonio McDice used to be a high flyer and baller. You mean, of course. You mean, so he's Antonio McDice without his knee cartilage? <laughs> That's yeah. it. Hey, look, yeah, Antonio McDice was like dominating off the bench for that uh, Pistons team that lost to the Spurs in the finals. Absolutely. So, like, it, Blake could 100% do that, but he's not. It's, the star days are over, man. It's, <laughs> it's rough. But. He doesn't have to be a star in Charlotte. You're trading him. He's like the fifth option. You got Hayward. You got Rozier. You got Ball, hey, uh, Washington. The, the lobs. Where he lays it in on the yeah, lob. If he could do the fake 2K lob, you know, when you lob it in 2K and they do the layup and they almost fall. If he could do that bullshit. Hey, I'm, I'm all here for the, to, the Blake Griffin redemption tour. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make sure my son come out like Matthew McConaughey and True Detective. You feel me? <laughs> Golden Globe, Emmy, all that. Yo, they get, right. they, the, the, Horn, the Hornets have twins on their team? No, oh, yeah, the Martin twins. <laughs> the, the Martin twins. Martin like twins. Co Cody and uh, Caleb. Cody, yeah, Cody and Caleb Martin. And they get the same the hairstyle, same too. So when they the check in team. for – yeah. And last year was wild because the Hornets sucked and they didn't have like – people to play so they'd play all the time they'd sub in for each other it was always so funny yeah they never knew who was out there <laughs> they look I like they, me. they look like they smoke hookah <laughs> but uh what's I don't the, anything else on, uh Cody Martin and Caleb Martin okay 
I got to see that because he said they look like they smoke hookahs. They do look like they smoke. That was a good call. Real oh, hookah. yeah. Yeah, hard body. Hard body. They definitely said Demolo twice. <laughs> yeah, hard body. Hard body. Oh, man. Before we close the book on LaMelo, anything else besides the fact that I was wrong? Oh, he, he's he's fun. He's fun. Really? And it's, um, it's real. I was thinking about this earlier. Like, the top three picks are all good. They're all, all good and playing well, and it's fun to watch. I finally I watched Anthony Edwards play the other day, and he didn't, like, blow away. But, dude, truly can get to the rim, like, mm-hmm. easy. And he looks, yeah, he looks yeah. good out there. And He's wide super head. athletic. Like yeah. when he when he drives, it's like it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. he made a, just an insanely bad play and lost the game. Uh, <laughs> but you know he was in there, and you know it's a rookie move, so yeah. whatever. But he looks good, and then obviously Wiseman has looked great in that role that he's on with the Warriors, especially mm-hmm. when people are hidden. And all he has to do is like, oh, everybody's following Steph. Let me roll to the rim, dunk. Easy. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. That is fun that a lot of the picks are contributing. And listen, we're going to give a little shout out here. I'm not saying rookie of the year, but Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> Can we talk about Peyton My Pritchard guy. for a second? My guy. Looking like he just came out of sketch class. Yeah. <laughs> My guy. Peyton My Pritchard. Guy. Second. No, not second. No, maybe second best guard on the Celtics right now. I'm counting Jalen Brown as, as a forward. Because Jeff Teague Bro. sucks. Hey, man. Hey. What? Mike, what you just said is great, man. That man, Jalen Brown is a two-guard, man. In right, 2K, right. in 2K, that should say SG. SG, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, he's so third best guard. Third best guard until Campbell comes back. Yeah. But uh, he's giving me hope because I the Celtics – I didn't think their bench has been so bad. It was making me nervous, but he looks good. He looks legit, which is weird because he, I did not see that coming. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, so so the one thing we want to talk about, or kind of two more things, but we, we came on here a week ago, two weeks ago, and we, we let the world know we need to save Steph. The warriors are done. Andrew Wiggins is a dumpster. And then, what happened? All of a sudden, Steph, as we recorded, Steph dropped 60. And and the Warriors are, like, in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. Damian Lillard opened his mouth. <laughs> and Steph Curry was like, I, I've had enough of this shit. You feel me? Damian Lillard has always, I don't know what the fuck happened. Between him and Steph, but every time he wants to either be mentioned next to Steph, he he wants to be better than Steph. And Steph was like, "All right, you talking out of pocket? You said I look like a mere mortal. You said my system is gone. I'm Dookie." He said he went into that little locker room where he looked at all the bozos on the Warriors roster right now. He said, "Y'all motherfuckers need to step this shit up because this little motherfucker in Portland is talking reckless." So I'm gonna give him the 62 piece respectfully, and we're going to start winning these fucking games. Then he looked Andrew Wiggins dead in his beady eyes and said, <laughs> motherfucker, if you wasn't the first pick and you wasn't sucking Bill Self's dick while you was in Kansas doing your goddamn thing, we don't have some issues. And what that motherfucker do? He said, you know what? I was doing right with Bill Self and I was doing right in Kansas, <laughs> and I'm going to do right in Oakland. And that's what the fuck happened. I'm telling you. 
telling you, Damian Lillard is gay. Lillard, if you listen to this, you fucked up. You fucked up. Because this would have never happened if you wasn't chatting, bro. You should have just played the game. No, you you put the battery in his motherfucking back, bro. Steve, I I agree with like 98% of what you said. Except my version of this is Steph stood like this. And Draymond was like, listen, you motherfucker. It was Draymond giving that speech. I don't think Steph said anything, but Draymond lost his damn mind. <laughs> well, like he was he was protecting Steph too. He's like, Steph, hey, put these headphones on, Steph. Put these headphones on. Okay, Daddy's it could have been, been Draymond. It could have been Draymond. I'm, I, I'm, blaming, I'm blaming Damien. I like it. Yeah. I also I, I don't I don't know this for a fact, but was the night he scored 62 the first night he took his braids out? Mm, I think sec. I think he had his out uh, the, the game before. The game before, okay. Yeah. All right. Because he's he did drop up. he dropped it. I mean, that 62 it was like vintage stuff, vintage disrespectful airplane and all that, <laughs> jumping around the court, all that. <laughs> but it's even more disrespectful that he did it with the braids out because he has and he has the sides faded, so, so he just got this like fro sitting on top. It's not supposed to be unbraided, and he's just out there destroying. With it. <laughs> he, he said he's out there destroying so bad that um, and you know it also helps for the team that they play Paul George because there was two possessions in a row uh, where Andrew Wiggins crossed over Paul George and hit a three in his eye, and then the next possession <laughs> Steph Curry came down. And had Paul George dancing and then hit a three in his eye. Hey, like, hey, Paul, hey, I know we don't like Paul George, but he's doing his thing. He's yeah. trying his best, bro. He's trying his best, bro. He's trying his best, bro. He's trying, he's trying his best. I'll accept that against Steph, but you can't let Wiggins do that to you. You can't hey, let Wiggins best, hit Steph back. <laughs> hey, I'm 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 a, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut Paul George some slack. He's trying his best. He right <laughs> now, right now. If I was Paul George, I would have four therapists. You dig know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it's getting crazy in LA right now, respectfully. You thought it was crazy in Oakland, in LA. If you if there's clippers on your chest, it's crazy over there, respectfully. So I'm gonna cut up some slack. Oh, the Clippers are a hot mess. Clippers are a oh hot mess God. right now. This man, this man Leonard about to be a fucking mark ass buster, asks for a trade. We need change. Everything must change. We're losing games. Maybe your dumbass should have been in the cold with a fucking Canadian goose on you, dumbass. Maybe you should have stayed there. What is wrong with you, bro? You know, I want to play in my hometown. I want a max cost. Motherfucker. Be best friends with Drake. Smoke people with Drake. It is stupid, bro. Some shit that NBA players do baffles me, bro. They, they really, you know, just uh, so unlikable. That team is so they are just hard to root for. And I think about before they got there, I really liked rooting for that team when it was just Trez and Lou and Bev. Like that was for fun. Sure. And now for they sure. are not fun right now. Not it, every bad. game they play is like a battle for them. And Marcus Moore is back. But no one wins there. Like that's yeah. tough. As wild as they're seven and four. Like they have one of the best records in the league too. It just doesn't feel good. And then they yeah. they're villains with no villain. Like no one is actually right. unlikable. On that team, Paul, like we make fun of like Paul George. Paul George is not unlikable at all. They got, a villain. they got a villain, Patrick. Oh, it's, he not, he can't be the villain though. 
he's like he's scrappy like, dude. He's scrappy dude. He's not Scooby. We need a Scooby. I think Scooby's Marcus Morris. I hate Marcus Morris. Maybe that's just for me. That's I God. If there's gotta be one motherfucker, it gotta be him on that squad. It gotta be him. Okay? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm 100 with you. <laughs> yeah, the fuck the Warriors looking good. I can't. It, maybe it wasn't the 62 game. It was another game uh, where Ubre finally started hitting threes, and I think they were like, you. they were like they were like 40, and Ubre is like doing the three goggles, pointing at the other team's bench. After <laughs> like this is the game where he made four threes. I think he had made four threes the entire season before. It's like, oh yeah, I love it. I love that confidence. They're just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know how much y'all be on Instagram. This man Damian Little was on Instagram. This man Dame said, I'm in the booth making a diss song. Now I don't know how well you guys are familiar with the artist called Ludacris. He had a diss song called War with God. And the diss song was against himself. I pray to God that's what Dame was doing because he's fucking bugging. You got Kelly making shots now because he was talking garbage. Kelly making shots? The motherfucker was like 2% the past season. Like, the, like in the oh. beginning of the season, it was 2%, bro. Come on, Dame. Also, the- why are you in a goof right now? Why yeah. are you in a right now? <laughs> this motherfucker won an MVP trophy. Come on, Dame. Oh. <laughs> the best part of it, too, is now the Warriors, I mean, the Warriors are always kind of likable, but because they started out bad and Steph started out bad, they're like underdogs now. Like, we're in a world where Steph Curry's an underdog. That shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. But here we are. That's We're all rooting for Steph now. Oh, man. All right. Well, lastly, what are, you know, we, we opened with COVID, so we should end with some positive stuff. What's, uh, what are, what are we excited about moving forward after I get, we're a couple weeks in now? What are we most right, excited guys. about? All right, guys. Now, I thought, I thought this year would be the year where I would become a very committed Mavericks fan because I love the way Luca plays, but the Mavericks are pretty shaky. But there, there are two individuals that I'm loving their play, and I can't wait to see what they become in the future. Guys, I think I think this might be the year. I'm a Boston Celtics fan. Jason Tatum looks great. Let's go. He looks so – he's the funnest player to watch this year. Jalen Brown, first of all, the motherfucker drink tea before the game. And he got a <laughs> beard that looks like it smells like aloe vera. You it does. Me? That's true. It that's does. true. I can. I. I personally. I don't even want to see Kemba Walker back. I don't no. want Kemba to fuck this shit up. Kemba, if you in the Bronx eating the chopped cheese, stay over there and have the the dude behind the shit cut the shit for like the whole season and then eat your chopped cheese. Don't come back to beat that. Because what Jalen and Jason is doing, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I think they should trade Kemba and get a wow. decent point card and keep these two dudes as is the make these dudes the Irish. Splash Brothers. You know what I'm saying? I'm loving it. I, I want to see them flourish. I want to see them win a chip. Fuck any of the, Fuck Giannis. Fuck all the motherfuckers. I want to yeah. see the Boston at first place. I want to see the Irish Nelly and my man with the best beard in the game. I want to see him win a ring. I'm excited to see the Boston Celtics get some gold this year. That's what I want I to love do. this, man. I love that I don't even have to talk up the Celtics. This is exciting. I love that I don't have to do it. And I agree, I agree with you. Jalen Brown, I think if we voted... If the NBA voted, Jalen Brown, I bet, is like the nicest smelling NBA player in the league right now. He has to be. <laughs> right? It's not close. It's not close. It's not close. Also, one one fun thing about watching the Celtics on League Pass is we keep getting uh we keep getting shots at Kemba on the bench. And he's he's I, I want I'm not saying he's going full Westbrook, 
but he's he's approaching it with some of his fashion choices. We've got he's moving his way up. He's moving his way up. He was wearing some green long sleeve yesterday that was like cut up on the side, like almost up to his midsection. I was like, man is making choices. He's making choices. <laughs> Yo, getting the fit on Boston. Getting the fit on Boston. Boston. I, I love I love that. I, I you gotta respect it. Yeah. Like I'm not, I, 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 I can't contribute to Celtics love out of, out of good content, but I I I enjoy Jalen Brown, and I I think I'm starting to come around with Jason Tatum. He he is fun, he's fun to watch, and he, you know he he be hitting you with those step backs. He's gonna shoot a step back three. He does run a little weird. It makes me nervous the way he runs, though. He Ooh. runs like he could get hurt, and like I'm there's like three times a game where I'm like. Did he just bust up his knee? Is he all right? But he just he just runs funny. So that yeah. does make me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Justin, who are you excited for? Or about? Uh Jeremy Grant, most improved player. Get the fuck out of here. Jeremy <laughs> hey, Grant. Hey, he's actually balling. He I respect that. It is very clear what his goal was. I'm going to Detroit and I'm putting up numbers. And that's it. And that's what he's doing. Hey. I, saw, I saw a reporter today tweet out like Jeremy Grant, 28, averaging 28 points, needs to make an all-star game. And I was like, if Bradley Beal didn't make an all-star team, Jeremy Grant's ass is not making an all-star team on a five-win team. Get out of here. <laughs> Bro, what I love about the Pistons, oh, I don't They're not that fun and Killian's injured, but they're competitive. So they lose mostly all their games, but they never get blown out. It's usually like a 10 point or five point game, which is, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's something there. I'm trying to find the silver lining. I just <laughs> get a high draft pick and Jeremy Grant is going to have the season where he, he's that pass. So yeah, that's, that's my one little thing. I think for me, the Nuggets are starting to win a couple games. And Jokic is just incredible right now. Like, I, forget, I think his, I, I want to see what his final line was for today, but I, he's leading the league assists right now. Like the man is just balling. And they're yeah, they're five and five now. They beat the Knicks today. So yeah, he had like a bad game for him today. He had twenty two points, ten boards, and five assists. And that's like a bad game for Jokic. And I'm just I love it. I love what he's doing. And Jamal Murray's waking up a little bit. Porter should be back soon. I don't know. I love that team. Yeah, it's a good team. It's a fun team. That's a, and the other the other thing we should say, too, I think we should bring this up every week. The Suns right now, I think, are I think are tied with the Lakers at seven and four. Let me double check. Or seven and three. So they're both seven and three. Suns are winning games. Like this wasn't a fluke. The bubble wasn't a fluke. And they're not even winning them like they they used to put up 125, 130 points. That's how they'd win games. And they're winning like defensive games now. Yeah. It's crazy. They're fun. Yeah. Shout out shout out CP3 one time. Shout out um Devin Kardashian, who called um Paul George a soft ass nigga. So <laughs> I would I would only assume he's talking like that because Kendall Jenner is in that man's ear. So shout out Devin Kardashian one time. Hey, I'm speaking of the Kardashians, shout out to Malik Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
No shout out to Malik Beasley. Don't do Scotty like that, dog. Yo, look, Larsa is Larsa Pippen is in the Kardashian world, and Malik Beasley, uh, and and just just peak scumbaggery, uh, was just caught. He was uh, sorry. Post, he got caught out by TMZ with Larsa Pippen. His wife at the time knew nothing about it and filed for divorce. <laughs> My man's left his family uh, to hook up with Larsa Pippen. Nineteen points a game. Uh, he's playing, having a career season. Fierce scumbaggery. My man's the lead wet from three, though. This is so on brand for a fan of the weekend. Like, I'm, I know you would enjoy this because you like the weekend. You know who I'm a fan of? Drake, Aubrey Graham. I'm not condoning none of that behavior. Goddamn right. Uh, shout out to Malik Beasley for grabbing the baton from Daniel House and running with it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just like peak scumbaggery. Oh, man. Especially and on that Timberwolves team, too. It just makes it extra fun. Like on a team that just, just sucks. <laughs> they refuse to win games. Hey, yo, at least D'Angelo Russell didn't out him. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, no Malik, already, Malik already put his business out there himself. Hey, hey, D'Angelo, he learned the first time. You think he was trying to go to Brooklyn? He was trying to go to Brooklyn, motherfucker. He was trying to stay in the nice weather. How the fuck you get traded four times? You're like 23. I know, right? It, does, it feels like he's 35, right? Like he's been in yeah. the league forever. If D'Angelo Russell don't got a therapist, I don't understand what life is because I would be mentally fucked up. Man. Yeah, I hope he does. He and Wiggins. Yeah. <laughs> Wiggins has only been traded once, but it feels like a lot more than that. Oh, man, that man Wiggins don't get the fuck, man. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, paid. I think <laughs> his scouting report is he doesn't give a fuck, and it's still nah, bad. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck, man. You can't throw the ball that mad hard and can't. <laughs> Fuck it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't, I can't watch those games the same. Ever since you said that, like when he he, he he takes like a step back three and then fires a laser, just like yeah. Peyton Manning just chucks it. That shit look mad crazy. I'll be watching that shit eat a bowl of cereal. Like, why would you throw it that hard? <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah, you <laughs> trying to break the backboard? It's just crazy. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! All right, we miss anything? That uh, that much. There's a lot of injuries, but we'll cover that at some point. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Yeah. Shout out Thomas Bryant. Sorry about that, yeah. dude. No, man, yeah. Bogdan, man, Bogdan Bogdanovich for the Hawks. Yeah. He had an ugly one. Yeah, he broke his knee. Oh, fractured. They, fractured. Yeah, 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 they should not have put that video on the internet. It was so bad. Ooh, so I didn't bad. see it. It's, it's yeah, like, it's just, I mean, that shit is brutal. <laughs> yeah, is Livingston like? Uh, not not like that that bad, but it it in the same vein of of things are going in different directions. Oh yeah, you just like know immediately, like oh fuck. Yeah, because they when he, they pulled him out of the game, like a tweet went out. It was like uh, questionable to return. <laughs> it's like no, he's not. He's not coming back. <laughs> yeah. he's not coming yeah. back. Yeah. Pray for pray for Bobon. Bobon. <laughs> Yeah, get him back. All right, y'all. This was uh, another episode of the 89 Cavs. You know, like, subscribe, rate, do all those things. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be back next week covering live basketball. And yeah. uh, if not, we'll, 
we'll <laughs> dig into the early 90s and see what we can find <laughs> or get into yeah. some some kings some early 2000 kings Ooh, yeah, I mean, if, if if you're in portland oregon and you listen to this tell dang get the fuck out the booth. <laughs>